When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome to your Monday episode. It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Are you guys ready to groove for three minutes and 20 seconds to a jam, a bop, if you will? Remember to use the timestamps if you want to skip ahead. If not, for all those brave souls that are facing Monday with me, let's groove to this and I'll see you on the flip side. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect, the most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Okay. Boys in blue who put green before the badge. Okay. The first push who ever made the stash. Okay. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. Thanks to the lames, niggas with bad aim. Thanks to a little change, I told you I'll be game. Bullet wounds to stop your buffoonery. Thanks to the pastor rapping at your eulogy. The little Kim and them, you know the women friend who carry the word cross state for a gentleman. Yeah, thanks to all the hustlers, and most importantly, you, the customer. The rock boys in the building tonight.
Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Remember to use the timestamps. If you don't want to hear the mashups, I totally get it. It it totally jazzes me, and hopefully it jazzes some of you. I think you need a mashup each day just to just to set you straight, just to point you in the right direction. Um, once again, I just spent an hour and a half trying to find the right mashup that fit my exact mood, and I was I was finding a lot of sad mashups. One day there will just be a documentary about me trying to find the perfect mashup to play for you. And I don't even know if I hit it, you guys, but at a certain point I have to get on with my life. There are episodes of the Americans that I want to watch. I'm watching this show. You guys, I think I've mentioned this on FX. It's, it's a show called the Americans. It's already off the air. Of course I'm uh, I'm on the third season right now. I say that like I'm bragging, like, look at me three seasons in, huh? Nobody thought I could do it. Yeah. If you met me in high school, you wouldn't be like, that guy can finish a show, but I am. I'm working my way through it. How was your weekend, everybody? Was it good? I am with my parents, Bill and Becky Bailey. Not right now. They're in bed. You'll hear from Becky in a second. It's her birthday, my mom. It's her 73rd birthday, and and you're going to hear her talk for about 15 minutes. 
just a monologue. No, uh, it's actually a really nice, sweet conversation. But remember, I put timestamps. So if you don't want to hear my mom, I totally get it. We only mentioned Ramona and her poop once. But other than that, it's kind of reality show free. So there's timestamps there. So you can skip right past my mom and you can go right to the interview. Our Monday pop culture roundup, as we usually do, folks, I have made contact with one Sophie Ross. I met her in person. It was the same magic, but just in person. Um, It was great. And one day we will tell the story. We only got to do an hour because uh, we were both rushed for time. But it is so funny. I it was the meeting somebody for the first time that you talk to so much online. It is really, really funny because you just fall into that same pattern, except I think literally we can, we're going to eventually all be VR. I mean, I really, I don't, I'm trying to wonder what the personal experience was. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. I, it, it was so great. And I could, as always, I could talk to Sophie for hours, uh, but uh, she had to get gone and I had to get gone as well to come celebrate my mom's birthday. And um, yeah, so I'll be here in Arizona this week. If anybody's in Gilbert, Arizona, say hi. I think I'm going bowling with my dad and his retired friends tomorrow uh so that'll be exciting they play three games though i'm like kind of a two game bowler like last time i did this with them the first game i destroyed like i did better do you ever like do something where it surprises you where you're like i bowled the first game and all of a sudden i got like a 218 which is unheard of for bowling for me because i'm not a bowler I used to bowl when I was a kid, but I would only do it because like I would, I was promised like a three musketeers bar and like a can of slice. So I would go do that on Saturdays. I think my parents were trying to get me to be social and not just read comic books, but I did amazing the first game so much so that I surprised myself. And then I totally tanked the second and the third game. And by the third game, I was like pissed. I was like, I have better, I have a, I have podcasting to do. Um, So you're going to hear from my mom. You're going to hear from Sophie. We cover a lot of news stories, but I I will warn you, me and Sophie, it sounds like we are so jacked up on caffeine because it is first thing in the morning when we did this. So we are jacked up on caffeine. Hopefully you're jacked up on caffeine um, (laughs) as you listen to this. So just feel free to scream along if if you want to. Um, Remember, the uh, show has a phone number now if you want to leave a message. I... I think I got some butt dials this weekend that very weird messages were sent. Also, remember, I am on Cameo now. You can get a Cameo from me. Uh, in the last week, I've done Cameos from Dorit's room at Buga de Beppo. I've done it from the back alley of Sir. My parents have been in a couple. So I'm willing to really put the work in to make your special occasion that much more specialer. Specialer. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Thank you so much for the five-star reviews thing. And, and, and I want to say something about the reviews. I really appreciate you guys leaving the reviews, but if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. I want to earn your reviews. I want to earn five-star reviews or four-star reviews. I want to earn that. I want to put the work in. I want to make sure you guys are happy. Um, it's really effing cool that a lot of you guys are coming to this. And a lot of you guys were so flipping positive about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills solo recap I did on Friday. Uh, Hello, I'm Dorit. Uh, I'm trying not to scream because my parents are in the other room. Beep, boop, pop, beep, boop. Uh, 
God, it, it, I'm so passionate about Beverly Hills. I will be doing Potomac on the Patreon, Potomac recaps on the Patreon. Uh, I believe I'm going to recap this Sunday's episode tonight. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to recap it with my friend Mal from the uh, Pop Uncultured uh, Instagram page. She sells all these cool stickers and magnets. She used to be Real House Pins OC. So I think she's going to come on. I know our friend Amy Field's going to come on. I know my friend Kate Legacos. So we're going to have a string of guests doing those Potomac episodes to try to get a bunch of different voices in there. And this, this Saturday, I put up a two and a half hour Patreon of just me and my good uh, friend Maritza Lopez, who does all of the uh, the show graphic work. She's brilliant. But we just it, I just called it shooting the shit because we just talked. We talked about just random things. You know, we got into relationships. We got into weather. We got into getting older. I mean, it really ran the gamut. Somebody uh, put on the Patreon today. It felt like I was just listening in on a conversation and they didn't say if that was good or bad, (laughs) but it was, it was actually, uh, yeah, it was, it was really different. So that's on there. If you guys are hankering for more talking, I can't even imagine why you would be. Um, God, this is the point where I keep asking how you guys are because I really, I really want to know. So I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a good weekend. Please be safe out there. I say this every week and I know everybody's like, shut the F up. But like, I hope everybody's being careful. This Delta variant, this, this, uh, B side of the coronavirus seems to be making its way around and it's a bummer because in LA we had to mask up again. So I drove to Arizona, but I was supposed to go to a concert this, uh, this weekend. I was supposed to actually go to an inside concert and they had to cancel it because of this and that's such a bummer like we don't want to be back in that same situation like i i I was talking to my mom you'll hear it in a second and it's so crazy to think about a year ago where we were those early days of covid remember when it was real grim remember when you would like sit on your uh your i saw a lot of people sitting on their front patio and you'd have the person at the end of the driveway and you guys just be having a conversation so many so many weird experiences that i think will take decades for us to kind of work through in therapy or you know just in bad poetry but uh yeah it's wild so i don't want to go back to that there's too many things we got to uh we got to get going on and uh kind of move on with life so be safe out there um you guys can we just get to it let's just do it you're like yeah ryan i wanted to get to it like 10 minutes ago uh this is going to be a conversation with my mom it's very cute it's very loving she's very funny uh and there uh, just trigger warning we do talk about some things we talk about getting older we talk about uh you know i, I don't want to be morbid because we do it in a really funny way but we talk about death a little bit um but i found this fascinating and i will say one of the best things and this is why i recommend everybody get a podcast is that you can find out things from your parents that you would never have the balls to ask if you didn't have a mic in their face. So I really recommend everybody starting a podcast just so you can actually talk with your loved ones. If I don't have the mic, then I just, I'm a, I ask, ask my close friends. I just shut down. I, I cannot talk. It's very hard for me. Um, and then right after that, we'll go directly into Sophie Ross. There are a couple other news stories. There's a lot of news stories that we didn't cover that I will be doing later this week. On Tuesday, we have a former Real Housewife on the show that was a very interesting podcast. So I cannot wait for you guys to hear that. And we got a got we got a lot of great episodes coming up. I mean, really, uh, 
it's all because of you that I'm able to get these people now. Oh, and last week, what a great week, man. Comments by celebs and comments by Bravo. I love them. I got to be on Amy Phillips show on Sirius radio. Um, I, I, there's just so many cool things happening. It's all because of you. Please keep listening and, um, have the best fucking week that you possibly can really like, let's have the best effing week that we possibly can. Let's destroy this week where it's uncomfortable, where the week is like, please relent. Please stop having such a great week. Uh, Okay. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, also, you guys know the drill by now, but this week's sponsor is Bowl and Branch. Uh, Their sheets, amazing sheets. I got sent uh, a sheet set this, this, this past week. And like, guys, I have a really nice sheet set. I don't know if I can invite everybody over to my place, but one by one, I would love to show you my new bull and brand sheets. So there will be a cut, uh, a commercial halfway through this. I want to warn you, uh, but please, if you need sheets, please use my product code. I want them to see that this podcast is the little engine that could. So I just want to give you a fair warning. Cause I know you hear a lot of these commercials on all the podcasts you listen to. Okay. Bye. I'll talk to you Tuesday. Okay. You guys, I am with the, uh, birthday girl, uh, Becky Bailey, my mom, happy birthday. Thanks. I made it to 73. Wow, I am you admitted old. your age. I wow, am that's old. Most, <laughs> most ladies don't admit their age. Oh, it's okay. It's a number. Well, that's not actually true. It's, it's a big a number. number. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, I have uh, I have a young audience. I have a middle-aged audience. I have an yeah. older audience. What um, uh, did you ever uh, picture being 73 at any point? That was when I thought of 73. It was so old, old, old. It was those decrepit people on walkers and everything else. And now I'm like, I don't feel very much different than 63. Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I notice as I get older is that it's the, unfortunately the same old thought processes, but your body just, uh, it's like a car. You just have to keep maintenance up, right? Right. Well, I have to keep getting parts replaced and <laughs> yeah, I those mean, you types do. I mean, of things. Always... I mean, and oil refreshes or checks or whatever. Yeah. And, and um, those types of things, yeah. Now, what do you think that your your son came down, but he forgot your entire gift uh, in his room? Uh, how that's not that surprising, though, is it? It's so like my son that it didn't phase me. You know, I'll, I'm your son, right? Uh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I do. And we're gonna go visit him next month, so I'll get it then, and it'll be another birth. I'll just continue my birthday for a month. Yeah, we're gonna take uh, Dad to Tom Tom for the first time. I know so. that'll be fun. Yeah, we should let everybody know. Did they open up the other? What's the first restaurant? Um, Sir Pump and Sir, Tom Tom. Sir, yeah. Sir. But Sir, actually, you loved Sir, but Sir, do you know they got sued because somebody supposedly had uh, explosive diarrhea at the, ta- at the table? Yeah. At the, Gross. They, yeah, they, I swear to God that. Uh, oh, lawsuit. that was somebody that shouldn't have been there. Their uh, yeah. food was good. No, the, <laughs> the fact, I did not like Tom Tom's food. I'm sorry. No, I love Tom Tom's. I know. Sir's food. I thought just the opposite. Hands down better. But you had a problem with the three of each hors d'oeuvre. Wait, what? Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the number three. You don't want to serve. I, I, they have those cheese, the goat cheese balls, which you loved. Right. Now, you wouldn't. Why serve three? That is such an awkward number to serve. Well, yes and no. Here, here's the food and beverage theory of that. Yeah. Okay. So you order a couple, and which we did. And so I say 
just for instance, yeah. I like the goat cheese balls, so I get two of those, and you like the bacon wrapped figs, so you had two of those, and I had one. Oh, but it, so it you just kind of ma- I know what you mean, but it feels greedy, and it feels like they want you to order two uh, apps of the goat cheese balls, so you get nah, six. Nah. That's di- nah. well. That's if you're going for dinner. We knew we were going to move on to Tom Toms and Pump and yeah. everything else. Now, when you were uh, a little girl growing up in Columbus, Ohio, did you? I think a lot of a lot of kids will say like uh, I remember Dusty used to say, "Oh, uh, you know," or the Billy Joel song, "Only the Good Die Young." Did you uh, ever think uh, about that? As a did you ever get deep like that and think like, "Oh, I'm going to die young," or oh, I'm like, "Did you ever no, think but about that?" Very sadly, when I was in high school, there was this football. Um, player that was so good looking and but he was so kind. I went to a Catholic school. He's a really nice guy. He died of a heart attack in his senior year. He died of a heart attack? Yes. And it was devastating because I didn't think that the young die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a wake up call that it could happen to any of us. Yeah, that's crazy. And did you, did they, did they talk to you guys about that? Did yeah, you... they did. That we had a whole talk and, and our whole thing, you know, being Catholic was, did he go to confession the night before? <laughs> and yes, and, you know, and he used to drive me to football games. He wasn't my boyfriend. Wow. It's, yeah, but anything. it sounds like you no, guys were he, something going No, no, he, he would drive several of, he was just a kind person and, yeah. and we all liked him because he was so easygoing, but I think he knew he, we didn't know, but I think he knew he had a health disability, and so um, wow. that may have made him it's just such a generous, kind person. Make a, a big, um, a big impact on your life. Even I remember him to this day. Of time, yeah, know? it is weird. I mean, do you? I always feel like, how can the human brain take in so much information? Do you ever feel like your brain's too full because you've lived yeah, too and, long? And I see those cartoons all the time. It's like, yes, you know, they think that the old are losing their memory. It's no, it's just that we're filled up. And we, <laughs> can I erase some of that earlier <laughs> yeah, stuff so saying. that I you can remember years. some of it? You could erase whole certain years <laughs> and be that okay. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> or that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you can buy more memory on your computer. Yeah, what if they like invent buy... something where you could put more memory in your brain? Yes. But, you know, this is this has always baffled me, and it was just a, a weird question. Oh, thing. by the way, my dad's asleep. That's why I worked. Oh, yeah. Not, that's why dad, dad's here. He's yeah, asleep. he's here. Yeah. Um, he, he's sweet Bill sleeping. Yeah. Um, so, hey, what does sweet Bill sleeping yeah. mean? Um, so when I, some people will say they remember things from their one- to five-year-olds. Or one to three year old. I don't remember toddler years. Anything. I remember well, I what remember, I've I been told. You, I remember, I remember yeah. what I've been told. Because well, you were a big spanker. I remember getting yes. spanked every week with with the wooden. Remember, I'm I, joking, mom. I don't think <laughs> I was spanked. Was no, I? but I would. The the pediatrician told me one swat is what you're supposed Who to. Who the give. f is your Wait pediatrician? Let me explain this. One spot gets gets their attention. After that, it's anger, so don't ever do that. But I would give you one good swat, and you had that big fluffy, you know, padded diaper, pamper, whatever, and it would hurt my hands. I was able to control my bowels. So so I I got a wooden spoon because I was always hurting my hands. Speaking of, uh, I'm not, actually, I got a bad review because I talk about farts too much. But there was, uh, there's a girl on Real Housewives in New York, Ramona. She's 
uh, in her 60s, and she has... She has poops, doesn't you know, she? she? Yeah, she, like, randomly poops in weird places. Well, That's accidentally. Disc- I think it just, Ooh. like, flies out of her or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's not, not where, good. Where, where is something for that? Yeah. But that you better not tape your sister or the any of the Horrocks. Wait, why? The fart stuff. <laughs> Oh, they they're... are Fart City. That's all they talk. <laughs> In fact, that show I watch, Heartland, they call it Fartland. Yeah, by the way, tell everybody. So you watch, you're obsessed <laughs> with this show on Netflix called what? Heartland? Heartland. And what? Why? how did you even hear about this? Some friends said, I said, I need something to watch. The Something else I watched was only two uh, series, uh, two episodes or no, two series. or Anyway, yeah. two seasons. That's it. And I said, that was too short. And they go, you need to watch Heartland. And I said, oh, and, and then I asked Karen. She goes, oh, we watch all the time. These, I, I'm in, obsessed with the horses. They're beautiful, big eyes. They're You know, we can just get you horse pictures. Muscular. You don't have to watch the whole show. Oh, Wait, but, are you saying the horses are muscular in some way? Yeah, like they're just, they're, they're form, and they have intelligence. And this one girl Wait, trains the them. Talk? Almost. The one girl trains them. She gets them to back up, you know, and she does a lot with them. And I'm just fascinated with it. Did you watch that? uh, That's on Netflix, right? Yes. Did you watch that uh, new Netflix show, Sex Life? Did you, have you heard about it? No. Yeah. And the third, all the, my lady friends and guy friends talk about it. It's a series that just got released. And in the third episode, the guy shows his wiener (gasps) and it's huge. And they're allowed to do that? I I think you should call Netflix and complain. It, I don't get I don't get how they. Used, I, I'm shocked. How? Yeah. What, I mean, it's just a quick what if, flash. What if Addie and and Connor are over here and That's they flick you gotta on watch. that? You got to make sure they don't. My nep- niece and nephew, you got to make sure they don't turn it oh. on. Yeah. See, they allow too much. It, and the parents. But at the same time, wait, wait. But at the same time, as a woman. Don't you? Why is it okay to yes, show a women's breasts? breasts yes, and I, I see where you're going with that. Yes. A man's private. Yes, I, I, and they do. There's a lot of pornography channels that show that kind of stuff. But my 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 problem with that is they're putting more pressure on the parents to have parental control. It's like their parents have to be in with the kids at all times oh, because yeah. they're going to see I, this hey, crap. We, we didn't have to worry about that growing no. up. No, all the social media. You were just anything. afraid of Hulk. Yeah, but that was always a Okay, you've made me out to be like a person that poops his pants and afraid of the Hulk. Yeah, that was very little, very little. Um, uh, so, 73, do you do anything, like, when you wake up, do you do? Do you have any kind of rituals on your birthday? Do you, like, oh, I made it another year? Well, I do say, yes, I did say this morning, oh, made it another year, thank you, God. Um, and that's about it. It's another day. Um and and but I so appreciate everybody's um, best wishes. Yeah, did you see the Instagram thing and with everybody? No, I have not read Instagram yet. I wait, met, wait, you just said you did see it. I just had pulled it up when no, you walked you read in the door. Wishes I to have you. not read them. What all I've read so far today is my Facebook timeline from people I worked yeah, with and dead. old friends. Nobody does Facebook anymore? You got to get to. Oh, Instagram. I had a lot wait, of friends. Do you TikTok? No. Yeah. I don't know how to TikTok. Yeah, no, that's probably good. Tactic, tactic, tactic. So, uh, but but also in facing, I mean, you you survived breast cancer, mm-hmm. and you yep. deal with skin cancer all the oh, time. Yeah. You deal with all this stuff. My nose. What is it like though when you do 
uh, get older and face those things, uh, does it make you appreciate things that much more? Yes. Or is it just Absolutely. I appreciate thing? my family because they surround me with love. I appreciate- Which family? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I thank God every day for letting me be with my family for one more day because my family's the most important thing to me. And so that I can be with them another day is uh, a blessing to me. Now, have you ever had a, uh, I was talking to a guest that's going to air on Tuesday that, uh, she was talking about, uh, an issue with her mom and she was saying she was angry at, uh, God. And I know this is deep guys, yeah, don't worry, we'll get to the funny happens. stuff soon, but have you ever, um, uh, oh, this, did it ever get to a point where you didn't think God existed? No. And, and that's interesting that, that story we're saying had said, uh, did you ever doubt your faith? I think was one of the questions yeah. and I've never doubted my faith. I've lapsed in it a little bit at time when you were first, you know, between when I first got married and dad didn't go to church. So I didn't get up and go, you know, it was laziness on my part and stuff, but, uh, it's it, as the years have gone on, it's gotten such a deeper meaning for it that it is my whole life. Now, what, uh, what brings you joy besides your family? Um, well, God first, but, um, yeah, I I like all my, I like my friends. We have book club, we have Bunko, we have birthday club. I love watching the horses on TV. You still love Michael Bolton? Oh yeah. But I want to see Pentatonix. That's, that's my, yeah, yeah, that's the one I'd like to, but I I buy you tickets to Maroon 5, but you're not going to be here for that. And neither are you. You're going to be with us. I was going to go with my mom to Maroon 5, but the pandemic screwed that up. And now if anybody in Arizona needs tickets to Maroon 5, please reach out to October me. October 1st. October 1st, because we're going to where? Clearwater. Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. We've got a VRBO going on down there. Yeah. And so uh, last year on your birthday, we were still in the, I guess, the in the middle of the pandemic. Yep. Uh, you are starting to make plans again. You did just travel through... New Mexico, yeah. and in a car, you drove. Yes, all we did driving. And you actually met a listener. Oh, oh, fabulous listener! Um, she was so gracious to us. Took her through us her whole hydroponic. Yeah, uh, you facilities. guys. She she uh, she was amazing. She taught her taught oh. him how the whole uh, operation. She gave all these uh, amazing tomatoes and cucumbers and, and basil and yeah. the. It's the future of how America is going to be fed. And it was just the most fascinating thing ever. And it was such a generous offer for us. Not only did we meet her at the farmer's market in Albuquerque, but she invited us to see her facility, which was between Santa Fe and Taos. I think it was Santa Fe that we went to the farmer's market. And um, she invited us to drop by and see that. And I know it took time out of her day because she's a very busy woman. Yeah. um, Now... I, I obviously forgot your gift, but you know one of the sponsors of the pod is a company called Dame, and it's women's sex toys. Oh Lord, Dad has fifteen percent off, Mom. I can give you my product code. Uh, you get fifteen percent. Dad off. told somebody that the other day. It was Brian and Mary, and he said, "Yeah, he's advertising that now." And I go, "I was thinking more along the lines of the sheets that he was." Well, talking that's about. what I'm saying. This week's sponsor is More Your Speed. Uh, even though uh, Dame offers great speeds on all of their products. Yes. Uh, Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch, a beautiful sheet set 
I got delivered this week. Very high quality. You would actually dig this. And you guys, you'll be hearing a commercial later on in the show for Bull and Branch that I'll be doing. But uh, yeah, is there a code deal. for that? I need some new sheets. There is a code for that. Um, I'll, I'll let you know. But it is interesting. No matter where this podcast goes, I will always have those sheets. It's exciting, right? Like I, have I think sheets. I this is the most fascinating aspect of what you've been doing is that people are reaching out to you from all over. Well, isn't it crazy? I was telling people that um, it's funny how life works is that, you know, you work so hard at, at one thing like acting. Right. And then another thing will come along and you just got to be open to whatever that thing is. You, you know? have to be. God puts different things in front of you at different times. That old, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Uh, so we're very thankful for the audience listening. I wanted to uh, to celebrate my mother on the podcast today. So please uh, give a good thought to Becky Bailey today on the podcast. Mom, is there anything you'd like to leave everybody with? L- love every minute of it <laughs> that you can. I love every minute that you can. And please appreciate muscular horses. Yes. <laughs> okay. Watch Heartland. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye-bye. Welcome to your Monday edition of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Now, unfortunately today, Sophie Ross will not be joining us, and I know that's very sad for everybody. I'm very sad as well. Turns out she's in Los Angeles right now, and I did not. We. Uh, she ditched me for most of the weekend, so... Um, I'm joking. She's here. Psych! <laughs> Sophie just met me like five minutes ago, less than five minutes ago, and I've already shoved a mic in her face. How, uh, what's the first impression? Of, of you? Of me, yeah. Well, I was excited. Amazing, right? I was excited to see your house. Yeah, so I'm so sorry. So tell me about your weekend. Yeah. I saw you hugging a sheep this weekend. Oh my God, stop. I freaking can't handle that sheep. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Um, so this weekend was great. Like I, one of my best friends from college lives here and, um, yeah, it's just like, I was like, I have no itinerary. Like, let's just chill. Yeah, you didn't go to TomTom. You didn't go to Sir. No, I know. I know. I've just like, she lives in Marina Del Rey, Sheena, shout out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we like, didn't want to like drive a lot. Like we kind of just wanted to like hang on the beach and like explore and like chill. You sound like hippies where you just say, I know. Well, that's how we are. Summer of love. That's how we are. But we did go to, we went to a comedy show last night. Did you see Dan Cook? No, (laughs) but listen, listen to who was the like surprise. So the, the headliner was Trevor Wallace, who I, who I guess is like a TikToker. Oh, perfect. They're the the best comedians. Yeah. And he actually, he actually was really funny, but so we were like, okay, Trevor Wallace. And my friend like doesn't know anything (laughs) about pop culture at all. And she was like, I think it's like Trevor Noah. Oh, that would have been way better. And I was like, it's not. I was like, I promise it's not. (laughs) And then she was like, you're right. It's another Trevor. But anyway, the surprise guest was Howie Mandel. Whoa. So how they they were just like, yeah, so it was a bunch of everyone was really funny, but obviously, you know, it's a lot of like under the radar. We, it was in um Santa Monica Pavilion, yeah. like West Side Comedy, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, West Side Comedy Pavilion, yeah. Yes, I've, yes. I've uh, done stand up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny, but Howie Mandel obviously was like fucking hilarious. And I ended up because he like brought up restless leg syndrome, which I have. <laughs> and I was like, "Woo!" And then we ended up like going back and forth about restless leg syndrome. Oh, you guys did. He did. Uh, yeah, he, he did a routine with you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. 
Um, and I will say that the one thing that really, oh, and we were at Venice yesterday, just like the Venice boardwalk and the beach and just like walking around and exploring and Courtney and Travis. So my friend's sister, was, wait, you saw Travis yesterday. Listen, we literally were walking home cause she lives in Marina Del Rey. So we were just like walking, whatever. And five minutes after we were at Venice, um, Sam, my friend's sister called her and was like, holy shit, I just saw Kravis on Venice Beach and I made eye contact and I felt like Courtney was trying to tell me something. Like she was making direct eye contact with me. What if it was like, help? Like, what if they like, help I, that's me? That's what I said. Help me. That's what I said. I was like, she's probably like, help. But she said that they looked genuinely so happy, like having the time of their lives. Yeah. I'm nobody. I think they are definitely in love. Like, there's yeah. no question in my mind. In fact, that was one of the first stories was that. You know, we got word over the weekend that they supposedly got engaged in Vegas last weekend. But yeah. now TMZ is reporting it's fake. that it's fake. But but also, it's it's only a matter of time regardless. But I don't – I also, I don't believe TMZ. Not that I think they're – I have no skin in this game. Like, the thing is, I'm going to be excited for it now because it's going to happen. There's no way they're not yeah. getting engaged. I, I mean, I, I usually do trust TMZ just because they like... I trust them with my life. I, I actually would. I mean, no, I actually wouldn't because they would just like exploit it, you know? Yeah. But um, I feel like TMZ for the most part has so many like direct like sources that they don't like confirm things. Like I just trust TMZ even though everyone makes fun of it. But, um, yeah, so Kravis isn't engaged yet, but I'm sure they will be. And, um, wait, what else? <laughs> oh, yeah, so so also last night after the comedy show, can I just fucking complain about L.A. for one second? Because I love L.A. No, P- time, I'm fascinated to see it through your eyes. Every time I come here, I, like, literally want to move here. And, like, when we're on the beach, I'm like, I'm moving here. Like, I just love it here. Like, I Did love you do it a lot? So of, I see you doing a lot of twirls. Twirls. Were you twirling yeah, like, a lot? on the beach. <laughs> um, no, I just like love it. Like you really do feel like anything is possible in Tinseltown. <laughs> we'll but... Stay here for more than a year. You'll see. Yeah, yeah. but I cannot stand how early things close, including bars. Well, bars close at two. How late do you want to no, go to bars? There were bars. We were out on Friday night, and one of the bars we were at on Venice Beach closed at like it wasn't even midnight yet well and you, all the bars around there like just closed and we're like wait we want to stay out well you came at a weird weekend too because we've reintroduced the, the pandemic to la okay, but like it's such bullshit why is everything closed and then last night we were so fucking hungry we went to um first we went to ihop because we were like it's 24 hours we'll be fine we'll be fine yeah that's the International House of Pancakes. International, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was closed. And it had the 24-hour sign still lit up. And then we went to Chick-fil-A, which closed right when we got there. Yeah. The, Sundays, they And don't. then we went to the In-N-Out, because I never got In-N-Out. Oh, the wow. The In-N-Out line was so long, and we were like, we can't do this. And then we went to McDonald's, and the McDonald's line was really long, because everything else was closed. There was nowhere to get food. And then, and we walked into like a diner also, and they were like, we're closed. And I'm like, you just brought out like a steak dinner to this person. Like, can we just sit down and like eat? Person with the steak dinner is like, why is this lady pointing at yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. He was like, <laughs> he's like, see how I got brought into it? <laughs> but, um, and then I ended up just getting a Denny's Grand Slam delivered at 3 a.m. And it took Wait, forever. So did you, I mean, and, and no, if I, uh, Mrs. Ross, hello, hi, if you're listening and to all the Ross family. Um, di- I mean, did you, Get inebriated, inebriated. Um, no, we like. I know you're like, safe all the time, but I know we we because we were at the comedy show. We were kind of like 
sipping for a while and taking it slow. And then we like went to like one bar. And the other question, did you meet guys? Actually, no. Literally, no. Wait, I like that you actually had to think. Let me think. Um, because I feel I don't like think I did. You know what? I think maybe it'll come to me, but I'm not remembering right now. There was that gentleman at uh, when he delivered the food, but no, yeah, yeah. Did you meet any service most... people to like uh, screw any light bulbs or anything like that? No, did not yeah. meet any handymen this weekend. But um, I feel like every time I come to LA, I feel like I do. Everyone is really nice here, and I know you're gonna like laugh when I say that, but like. I feel like compared to New York, like people are just like really nice and friendly and like I people are just like nice. Like they talk to you more and like every time I come here, I like, you know, you we like meet guys at bars or whatever. Like people are actually friendly versus like New York. But um, no, there were there weren't any hotties this weekend. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to be hot. You could have had some. Per- Wait, what's the personality version of a hottie? Like a person personality? Like what? Uh, like a good um, personality? Well, not you know hot. how they say that there's like. <laughs> There's like um, butterface or whatever. Yeah, what is a guy version of a butterface? Well, me and my friends, a we would be like, face? this guy's so hot, but he has the worst personality. So we'd call him a butt his personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, so was there any work opportunities here that could that could potentially move you out to Los Angeles? Was there any business at play this weekend or was it just fun no it was really just fun but i will say i always when i go to like comedy shows and stuff i'm always like okay this is the scariest thing in the world i don't understand how people do stand-up comedy and i honestly was like inspired last night watching it i was like i would love to try an open mic night just like for fun you know it'd be cool you could open up for hannah burner at some point oh my god if... stop <laughs> wait, wait we were like what if hannah burner comes out because we were just oh, talking about she'd her. kill you did yeah. you see that she um did like an interview or she did some sort of interview and then the dip published it where she said that the summer house cast was conspiring oh, against her yeah conspiring you know it's a weird i mean like i wish i actually do wish hannah well whatever but i like like at this point i think it's okay to drop it you know like uh, for her her. Like it's okay to like you know you don't have to talk about it anymore. Like it's it's everybody's moving on, and I think she's doing her thing. And I mean whatever that thing is. But did you? I mean, this is what I'm curious about: what her next move is, if it will include reality shows. Because supposedly tomorrow, Jax Taylor leaves for Big Brother Australia with Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, baby, it's me, Caitlyn. I'm gonna be Jax. Um, so they are going to be in the same house, supposedly, in Big Brother Australia, which I had heard Jax was not going to be able to go because of his arrest record. But it looks like, <laughs> but it, no, 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 he posted, he posted taking a COVID test. And of course, in Jax fashion, like, big day Monday. So I think it is rumored that he is going in there. And I got to tell you. I will fucking find a way to watch him and Caitlyn Jenner together. That is a dream team for me. Like, I, could you imagine Jax talking to Caitlyn Jenner and been like, you know, I love you. I love you personally. No, like, you know, I will say that Jax, he would say like very transphobic things over the years to Billy Lee. Oh, so, that's what Billy Lee always said, right? Yeah. And he would use the wrong terminology. So I, I hope he's just ready to like, you know, be like. I th- Well, you know, self. but you know, kind Jax, good hearted Jax that he likes to say he is now. He'll be like. Girl, I I love you. I I understand what He'll you have like, gone Queen. through, Queen. <laughs> yes, he goes, and then you just know when 
Caitlin's going to be like, uh, Jax asked me to watch Drive last night. I- I've never seen Drive. <laughs> no, but I feel like they actually will randomly like bond over oh, to- being oh. like right wing. I, I, oh, completely. In fact, I bet you anything that he shows up to a campaign event for Caitlin when I'm she sure. comes back. I'm sure. And by the way, for all any Angelinos worried if Caitlin's going to not have her uh, campaign in full effect, she is just putting the campaign on pause. It will be back. All good. I was so stressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were. Really... Um, so the other huge news that uh, everybody is talking about, and I need your take on, is that uh, Britney Spears, of course, this is just ever everlasting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't see any end in sight. But she posted on Instagram yesterday that, I mean, it was pretty much a real diatribe against the people that she said act like they're close to her and post and support, but have never been there for her, and pretty much said Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister. Did you not read this post? No, I did. Okay, I thought you were saying to me, like, what? And I was like... No, I was thinking about, is this my water bottle? Yeah, that's your water, yeah. Oh my God, thank you. Um, But she posted all of this about Jamie Lynn Spears and even mentioned that Jamie Lynn Spears did a medley of her songs at an award show and that she was like kind of horrified and saddened by it. And we see clips of that performance and how you could see Britney in her. But but here's how deep this conspiracy goes now, though, is we're all so confused about Britney's Instagram. Does she have control? Does she not have control? Um, because then I, I, I just was seeing and reading and watching videos and all these theories already of like, how did she, you know, we know the conservators we think had control, but why would they give it back to her for this post? The conservators are doing this to drive a wedge between Jamie and her mom and Brittany. I don't know. I mean, what do you, do you have any take on this matter? I honestly read those captions in Brittany's voice. Like I really thought that Brittany wrote that. About Jamie Lynn, for sure. And I don't know, like, it's also, like, mysterious. Like, I honestly, it's very shrouded in mystery. Like, I have no idea. That's but why I'm glad it will play out in court, because that's yeah. the only thing that will actually unravel this truth. mystery. Yeah, bring, bring out the truth. But, yeah, all of that Jamie Lynn stuff was so cringy, because you can see in retrospect had that Britney was, like, in the audience watching and was like, okay, like, this is so annoying. Like, and then... Lynn Spears was clearly trying to make Jamie yeah. Lynn like the next big thing, and it just like obviously never. Well, some people have Jamie it, Lynn some sucks. people don't. You know, she like, just doesn't have it. Zoe one hundred and one. She was not good. Yeah, you're the one that brought up Zoe, and I I made a meme yesterday of like poopy face backstabber, <laughs> and I swear to God, some people like I don't. I mean, some people are like shame on you for this, and I'm like, wait, first off, shame on Jamie Lynn, but second off, I called her a poopy face backstabber. <laughs> I mean, if you're thinking that's like like you go check the internet, there's yeah, much like, worse go, things. Yeah. Being said about Jamie Lynn Spears besides poop face backstabber. And I I was just like, sometimes I'm just like, I I wrote to that lady, I was like, please unfollow me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this for you. And I just blocked her because I'm like, shame on me. Like, what? Like, how about the last 13 years of Britney's life? (laughs) It's like, I'm just so confused. And I'm not saying, I'm not an idiot. I do believe Britney has mental issues like we, I mean, like a lot of us do. But at the same time, she does deserve to take care of some of these herself, herself in a way that we are all uh, have the freedom to decide which medication we're on and what mm-hmm. therapy we do and things like that. Yeah, and exactly. money we spend. I mean, Jamie Lynn gets some of that conservator money. Exactly, which is why Jamie Lynn doesn't want Britney to be free because she's just been living off that money. And like without Britney, it's like Jamie Lynn is freaking irrelevant. So yeah, it's like, it's it's just a mess. And it seems like we're 
fingers crossed, coming out on the other side of it. Yeah. Like, I really think that, you know, the world has woken up to how abusive this conservatorship is. And Brittany being able to speak for herself finally is, and she has her new lawyer. Like, it seems like it's going in a positive direction, which is, like, what's most important. Okay, so um, let's see here. I do need your take on, did you watch Beverly Hills this week? Yes. Now, what is your take on Erica Jane... Did you feel for her? Are you like, oh my no! god, this is, this is the real deal? She's acting. Yeah, she is I acting. Saw the mascara thing was just mascara. too much. Mascara. I saw so many people being like, wait, I actually feel bad for Erica. Like, blah, blah. even my mom. So I got my mom. My mom never ever liked Bravo shows, but I got her hooked on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And oh my god, Mauricio, we never got to hang out with Mauricio. What if you were like that? It was the guy I hung out with this week. Oh, you know what? Now and I did. I did. My, I did this meet is, a guy. This yeah. is Mauricio's like other house. Yeah, <laughs> that's your friend. Uh, you can never tell your podcast about yeah. this. <laughs> but um, so my mom got really hooked on Beverly Hills, and she honestly was like kind of buying what Erica Jane was selling. I was like. No, people need to stop. See, I was that's like, what's frustrating to the people that, no offense, Mrs. Ross, the people that watch the show that believe it hook, line, and sinker. Like, because then you realize there is a good portion of the audience, and this is, this falls into political stuff as well, is that you can just lie to them. They want to be lied to. They, they will believe, because they want to believe the best in people. They want to believe, they, they feel bad for people and stuff like that. And I think that's what Erica Jane is betting on. And I, the biggest tip off is that mascara thing. Like that's yeah, the biggest that tip was, up and not to rub tears away from your face. Exactly. Like I, I, I cried recently and I was wiping tears. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I cried yesterday. Wait, Howie Mandel? No, I, we were, we were just, okay, this is really sad. Anyway, we were on the beach and I saw a dog that reminded me of my dog. And I was like, my dog never got to see the beach before she passed oh, away. And I, I started like sobbing and I had the mask. I was like, oh my God, this is my Erica Jane moment. It was just like a weird <laughs> moment where I got emotional. It is one of those things. If you think about your dog in any kind of I fashion can't. or like it, it you just can, can get there immediately. Burst. That's yeah. how I, if I were an actor, how I would bring on the tears is literally just think of yeah. like, like literally, but anyway, yeah, that was that was way way too much. The fact that her her arm, she was just sitting there, and I'm like, that's. There was a moment she checked Kyle's reaction. It's a very small moment that no, she went like this, and and Kyle was like, oh, Kyle, and, and she goes like this to see if Kyle was buying it. Oh my god! And I mean, it's creepy, here, but also. I also want to believe that a lot of things can be true at the same time. It's not like she knew every transaction and all of this stuff. But if you guys look at the court records and you can find them very easily, her company, EJ Global, was like sent a lot of money. Like there's no argument in this. And ever since this has happened, Erica Jane has uh, denied access for first month. Like she wants her cut of any money gotten from Tom first before any victims. Now, you could be saying, yeah, she is. Erica Jane's fatal flaw here is that all the attention she still wants on Erica Jane. It's weird. She does not want to give any attention to the victims or anything like that. Um, which also feeds into on Friday night, Saturday morning, she went on a Twitter rampage oh, where she was like, "What's up? What's up, Twitter? It's me, Erica Jane." Yeah, and she want she started out like, and she let us know that she somebody said, "Are you gay?" And she's like, "Oh, God. I like thick, big cocks." Is that answering your question? Uh, so yeah, Tom Girardi was was packing. Is that what we're supposed to gather from that? Well, that no, it's just all this <sighs> persona. Of, yeah, like, she's so embarrassing, and she's doing everything wrong. And I actually. Wait! Oh my God! So I went. We went out with some of my friends. You know, she lives like if you had more time. She lives half a mile that way. 
Uh, I know the house. Why, why are we, we sitting here? We should just do it in front of the house. Yeah, what if hey! we did? Hey! Yeah. But anyway, just I... Just throw mascara at the door. Oh, yeah, waterproof mascara. <laughs> but um, I was with a lawyer on Friday night, like one of my friends. Wow, just here. really all the guys just keep coming out now. Uh, no, 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 this is a girl. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Assuming a lawyer's gender, that's so misogynist. I know, now... <laughs> I'm no, going to get I'm emails. Yeah. Um, no. So this lawyer, I was like talking to her about the Erica Jane thing. And she was like, yeah, she's she was like, I don't think people understand how much is going to come out. She was like, this is going to take down every single person that helped him, that helped him cover it up. It's going to take down. And 40 years of this. And it's not like this just started. So, I mean, the thing is, the thing that is true is that he has been manipulating and lying for 40 years, but way before Erica Jane was involved in the picture. Yeah. I, and I do just think Erica Jane was the wife that this landed on, but she also participated in certain oh, things. Oh, she for sure she partic- You, I mean, it's in the court documents, and that's yeah. why... Even her tweeting yesterday of like, you know, hara- constant harassment, no proof, no da-da. She, she's tweeting really – like she shouldn't be tweeting at all. And the thing is none of these people know how to just keep quiet. Chrissy right. Teigen, which we're going to talk about later, is oh, the same God. way. They just don't know. And they, they end up – there is this weird thing with fame where they think they can manipulate the crowd to their favor. Yes. And it just never – you can only do that like a little bit. But then yes. eventually it rings so false – that it just comes out so poorly on the person doing it. And Erica Jane is in that thing where she can't, she can't help herself to save her life. Yeah. And she's, I mean, and I really do believe if the other housewives continue to support her, she's going to make them look bad as well. Oh, one thought they already look really bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if it keeps going yeah. like this, at what point do you, I mean, we already had that, uh, John Mellencamp's daughter, whoever that is, uh, her <laughs> birthday party last week. Like I told oh, you, we had that and they were, they were singing her expensive to be me and, and being all cute and funny. And it's like, we don't want to watch a lot of rich ladies support another rich lady because we're sad. She's not going to be rich anymore. Well, right. That's what it is. Like she's not going to be rich anymore. And we're supposed to be sad for her because she won't be rich anymore. Well, it's also like, I, I think it's like. You have to just have some empathy here. Like, there are real victims. It's not like, again, like, we bring up, like, Teresa, Judy Chai. Like, she freaking, they they stole from the government. Yeah. Still not great, but, like, you need to have empathy for the real victims that have been, like, double victimized, triple victimized by the Girardis. Like, think about them. Like, do you think it's good for them to be re-traumatized every time freaking Erica Jane is like flaunting her shit and like you guys are singing her expensive to be me song? Yeah. Like, think of the victims. It's like there there are a lot of people that got fucked over by them. Like why do you have no empathy? And it's really weird because I like to think of, you know, some of like Kyle. Like I like I think that Kyle Richards does have a moral compass. Yeah, I do too. And a lot of people hate on her, but I'm like why is Kyle like She's she's fine. Like she doesn't need to like I get Lisa Rinna. I feel like she just chooses whichever path will keep her on the show. Yeah, totally. It's like Kyle Richards is gonna be on the show regardless. Like you should just be on the right side of history here. It's very hard to understand. Did you see also this is off topic, but the Lisa Rinna scene with her uh other daughter, not Amelia? Oh, um, Delilah. Oh no, I call her not Amelia. Not Amelia. It's Amelia, not Amelia. Amelia not. And she was like FaceTiming with her and her boyfriend that supposedly she's like, not Amelia targeted him on and she's like, that's that's the female not that's the male not Amelia. So she targeted him and DM'd and slid into the DMs. And then she's talking to both of them on and she goes, You know these girls, they're always on their period. Ah! Like it, it's so bizarre. I know, the, I thought that was so weird too. Like I really do. 
I mean, it's going to be a race for those girls to get knocked up, I think, just to impress their mom. Oh, God. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm and her sad. mom said, oh, this guy's got a body on him. Like, did you like Wait, she, she, talking about? she was talking about a all uh, not Amelia's boyfriend. I guess he's from oh, Love Island. Yeah, 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 She's yeah. like. He's in. He's uh, working on a fitness app. You should see this guy's body. Yeah, you know? it's like okay, Rena. Like, wh- folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I love how her storylines are just like who her daughters are dating. That's kind of it. I mean, guys, this is the commercial I was telling you about, but it is a commercial I believe in. Um, Today's sponsor is Bowl and Branch. Um, Now, they sent me a pair of their signature sheets this past week, and I put them on. And I got to tell you, I hate to say this. I think these are like my first like big boy sheets. Like they really are very, very nice and very soft. And the detailing is amazing. Now, they say that the little things we do all add up to the legacy we leave behind. Bull and Branch was started by a husband and wife team that wanted to create a textile company that cared about the details that would make their products last. 
you know, you will feel the difference. And I swear to God, you will feel the difference in their best-selling, beautifully crafted signature sheets. I got them in gray because they match my curtains. And I was like, oh, that'll be dope. I have gray curtains and gray sheets. Um, But they have them in so many colors. So experience uncompromising comfort with the best-selling 100% organic cotton signature hemmed sheets. So this cloud weight, super soft sateen weave gets softer with every wash. That's crazy. Does it really get softer with every wash? Oh my God, I'm going to have to wash these. So it's crafted to the highest standards and attention to detail from sourcing to packaging. By the way, the packaging was insanely beautiful. I was carrying around this really cool box all day and I was like, I was like, I should just carry this to bars and restaurants. It looks like I'm like somebody, you know? So they have the perfect balance of weight and breathability to pamper warm or cool sleepers through any season. Now, you guys know me. I'm unfortunately a sweater, so I'm very excited to be able to use these sheets now so give your bed the white house treatment with sheets that three presidents have fallen in love with i wonder which presidents oh my god did abraham lincoln fall in love with these bull and branch are dedicated to quality at every step you guys sheets designed and manufactured for maximum comfort and durability no cutting corners there are no middlemen between you and bull and branch so you get luxury quality for the fairest price They stand behind their products and they honor a 30-night worry-free guarantee if you are unsatisfied. Oh my gosh, so if I don't like these after 30 days, I can return them? That is, okay, cool. Man, that is ballsy. I would not do that with the podcast. I can say, if you do not like the podcast 30 days from now, you can, I'll do a new one. No, I can't do that, but Bull and Branch can. So to experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit bullandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. So this is the cool thing. Get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code SOBAD. So that is so bad, S-O-B-A-D. And once again, that's B-O-L-L and B-R-A-N-C-H dot com, promo code so bad. So use this, guys. If you're in 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 the in the shopping mind for some new sheets, use my code, please. Let's do this. I actually am using these sheets. I can take a I can prove it, you guys. Would you guys like a picture of me in the sheets? Well, it might be coming. Okay, back to the show. She's bringing nothing. I up. did think her garage actually had more personality than her storyline. Like yeah. her garage with all the taped away dresses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so the other big story, I did want to talk with you because I know you're a huge fan of Chrissy Teigen. So <laughs> Chrissy Teigen, this week, I mean, we it had been like a week since her last one. Oh, but she wrote this kind of um, diatribe But it was like this thing of wanting us to feel bad for her again of like, guys, it's just so weird to act like, you know, nothing's going on here. And I just miss you all so much, even though she's not gone away anywhere. So she she has not gone anywhere. She goes, I don't really know what to say here, dot, dot, dot. Just feels so weird to pretend nothing happened in this online world, but feel like utter shit in real life. Going outside sucks and doesn't feel right. Barring she just went on a two-week vacation to Italy. Exactly. Being at home alone with my mind makes me my depressed head race. But I do know that however I'm handling this now isn't the right answer. I feel lost and need to find my place again. I need to step out of this. I desperately want to communicate with you guys instead of pretending everything is okay. I'm not used to any other way. Cancel Club is a fascinating thing and I have learned a whole lot. 
only a few understand it, and it's impossible to know till you're in it, and it's hard to talk about in that sense because obviously you sound whiny when you've clearly done nothing wrong. It's done something wrong. It just sucks. There is no winning, but there never is here anyhow. All I know is I love you guys. I miss you guys, and I just needed an honest moment with you because I'm just dot 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 tired of being sick with myself these days. I don't even know if it's good to say any of this because it's going to get brutally picked apart, but I don't know. I can't do this silent shit anymore. If you or someone you know has also been canceled, please let me know if there is a cancel club reunion because I could use some time off my couch. Thank you and goodbye. I love you. It's it was unbelievable. But time off my couch when you just went just, on this. She was just she in went Italy. on a two week where she hired paparazzi to follow her and her family around smiling, yeah. and yeah. now she's on her couch acting like she can't get off her couch. Oh my god! It's just everything about it is. So she's smarter than this. No, but she's like not. I think that it's something about Chrissy Teigen that reminds me also of like, I don't know, like Hannah Burner, like whatever it is. All these celebrities that just cannot accept the fact that people don't like them. There's not some crazy like cancel conspiracy. It's like you fucked up, Chrissy. You messed up. Take some accountability. You cannot force people to like you just because you used to be popular. It's like Hannah. It's like they cannot let go that like people just have seen the real side of them and but don't that, like but, what they saw. But also. This is somebody complaining they got canceled with 37 million followers still. I know. It's I've really... never had somebody so popular be canceled and still so popular. She's If she'd look around like, what? You want... Why do you want Twitter to love you? Why does it matter this much? You exactly. have so much. You have so much. Why does it matter? It, yeah, exactly. And I think the fact that she keeps calling it, like, cancel. Yeah. Cancel. It's like... She's going to sell a reality show about being canceled. I'm telling you. She's but, going to do, like, a cancel club okay, reality but, show. No, no, no. But listen... If she does get a reality show or whatever, the amount of Chrissy Teigen trolls out there, like the the amount of people that like are ready to pounce on whatever brand like or TV channel or whatever it is partners with her. I do, do not think I think that she's like literally radioactive right now. Like. But that's why she just needs to be quiet because then the radioactive goes away. Exactly. And anyone could tell you that. But she is hopelessly addicted to social media. And she's addicted. People are like, well, like she just wants her sponsors back. And I think that's part of it for sure. The money. I think that she desperately, she's like addicted to the validation and like serotonin. That's the word. Dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dopamine, serotonin. serotonin, Same thing. I don't know. I'm no doctor. We're not good about this stuff, but I, yeah. they both sound cool. Like, but you know what I mean? It's like she's literally addicted to that. Like she needs the attention. And the fact and it's that the entire. obvious now. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like I was thinking because I was with like my college friend this weekend and I was just thinking of like, you know, when we were in college and it was kind of like junior, senior year of college was when like Chrissy Teigen really started. It was like 2013, 2014. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, she she thought that she like was the queen of Twitter for so long, and she can't deal with the fact that she just gets owned every time she's on Twitter by all of these like rant. I'm like, why do you care? Like, she just cannot. Man, I mean, you said go. this on your Twitter. You're like, or what was it? I think it was about the guy that got a hundred thousand dollars from his mom or something like. You said if I got a hundred thousand dollars, you would not see me on this side anymore. But at the same time, we don't know if that's true. Maybe it's so addictive that if we were in that situation. Maybe I couldn't get away from it either. Maybe I couldn't like get rid of Instagram if I wanted to at this point if I got successful. Yeah, no, you it's never like, know what this does to you. Everyone gets bored. You. I'm like, I think that she is so fucking bored. She has nothing to do. She has nothing to do except be on social media all day. So did I'm you like, see that clip she, of her going live? 
No. She went live the other night with, and John Legend was making like panko chicken or whatever. And she went live and like some people were like, har- like harassing her comments. She's like, fuck off, you fucking. And she looked like she had a glass of wine in her hand, which she had said she would stop drinking. But she was like cursing. And John was just sitting there putting panko on the chicken. And she's like, panko king. Panko. And he looks like he's just like. She thinks she's so funny. That's what kills But also, me about don't her. go live on. I just don't know who is. I feel like she's being advised and she's obviously not taking the advice yeah. of people. She's even saying, people told me not to do this. But it's that one. It's like gambling where you're like, no, just another one. Just another one and I'm going to make yeah. it all right. I'm going to win back everything on this one. You yeah. Know? I think it's like her personality. Ha- like she's always been like, okay, well, like, you know, that's my personality is like the brash, like loud, like whatever. And that's how I got fans in the first place. So that's how I'm going to win everyone back is being this I don't give a fuck. Like, and it's like. No, it's the the whole shtick is worn off. No one thinks it's you're funny anymore. No one thinks you're cute. You need to like literally just hold yourself accountable. Take some time off social media and give back to the world. If she, it would do so much good if she just like literally quietly like donated, volunteered, like did something for the world instead of constantly navel gazing and being like me, 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 me. I'm the ultimate victim, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so annoying. She's just the worst. Um, J Lo and Ben Affleck are now shopping for mansions together. They uh, had pictures taken of them touring a bunch of houses this weekend in Los Angeles. One is on Billionaire Row, and it is one of those things where, like, as like I, I was very excited to see them kiss and all that stuff. But it is funny, and it's almost like yourself in a relationship where you're like, okay, let's slow down. Do you really want to move in with each other? Like I'm almost now like let's let's take it slower. Like I'm like. Well, houses that's rushing things they keep saying like we're gonna the the articles are like so they can blend their families and i'm like let's slow it down it's only been a couple months let's not like buy a million dollar property together do you see what i mean about this being about pr yeah but at this point now i'm just like it's it's gone from like really cute and made me feel kind of warm inside and like uh harken back to the days of yore and now i'm like come on guys you you don't need to do this don't move in like don't act like you're moving but, but like, i mean even if you're really going to move in don't do it you know but like how how did the paparazzi know that they were specifically oh holy yeah cuz yeah. even they even went to like they even went to each house. Like one was like, this one's too small for them. It's a very mid-level community. You know, yeah. they went to every house that they were at. Oh my God. Like that's, that's what's so cringy about it. Like, I don't know. I feel like what used to work for celebrities, a lot of it just doesn't work anymore. Like, I just think that all of the paparazzi shit is like so cringy. If you really want to preserve your fame and star power, I think it's better to like keep a little secrecy, you know? Yeah. Um, Addison Ray is in the news. We talked about her last week very briefly because she was at UFC event and she had tweeted this thing of like, I took three months of journalism school and now I'm here. And people on Twitter like trashed her for that because it was kind of short sighted in the sense of people actually do uh, go to school for this. And then she so then she actually went up and said hello to President Trump um, expert or whatever you call him now during the UFC event and said, hi, I'm Addison. And people are trashing her on Twitter for that. Do you have any reaction? Yeah. So like, first of all, I thought the tweet, like people overreacting to it, like it's, it's, you know, I didn't know. Was it a, see, I, I read it. I thought it was supposed to be a joke. Like I did this for three whole months, but she was serious. I guess she really did go to three months of. No. Yeah, she did. She dropped out because she blew up on TikTok. 
So she was like a regular oh, person. She I was didn't... literally like a regular like She girl. wasn't created by the TikTok industry? By the by big TikTok. Yeah. Um no, she was like a regular person blew up and then like dropped out. But yeah, she was like a broadcast major in college. I had like read that about her before. And you know what? It's like it's this isn't the first time and it won't be the last time that someone, you know, non-deserving gets an opportunity. It's just like how the world works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that that was blown out of proportion. But I think the the Trump thing, she like went out of her she way. She went out of her way to go up and introduce herself. Which, by the way, it just means that like it is funny when you're like um, uh, trying to be successful in this thing is that you're going to kiss butt, shake hands. You're a politician in a different way. You're going to make friends with everybody. It doesn't pay to make enemies and all that stuff. But it is funny. And it's not, this story isn't anything to do with Trump. It's more to do of like, people got their target on Addison Ray. You know, it's yeah. like, well, also I, I mean, it is interesting for even like an older man to try to be figuring out like, what is she thinking? This 21 year old girl going from hanging out with Kourtney Kardashian, which is a 40 year old to saying hi to Donald Trump to like doing the UFC. Like, what is she trying to accomplish? What is her team trying to do for her? What are they trying to make her? Because I know she's in the she's all that Netflix um, a reboot that they're doing and it'll be interesting to see oh, if God. she can act. That's going to be terrible. But they tried to make her a pop star and I know she had a couple singles that were released in the last year but I've, I've not heard one of them. Have you heard? Are she there good? There was one called like Obsessed and I don't don't even know what it sounds like but I heard it was terrible. Um, yeah, I don't really know what they're trying to do with her. Oh, and that, and by the way, cause this is also, cause you, this is what you contacted Jimmy Fallon about. Cause she had done all those TikTok dances he that she contacted me that she stole from African Americans, yeah. which by the way, African Americans have boycotted TikTok because a lot of people have stolen their dances without giving them proper credit. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a whole thing. Like she, she definitely has made her career off the backs of like other creators and I mean, it's like, I don't know. I just don't think about her enough to like care. And I think that it's not really working the way like she has her massive Gen Z fan base, but I just don't think it's translating to the older. It's like, I don't get what I don't understand just anything about any of these young TikTokers. Yeah, All they well, do I mean, is like they like lip sync two words and like do like some arm movements and like that's so like, there. There's this YouTuber called KSI, I think, and he's huge he has 7 million followers on instagram huge on youtube and my buddy nick and his writing partner joe who are producers of american dad wrote a bunch of sketches uh for him for like something project and they didn't know who ksi was and then my buddy was like dude this guy like tweeted it like tweeted that we wrote it and it's like it turns out he is huge they wrote all this stuff and like he he fought he fought one of the paul brothers He's like this African American dude, KSI, but like I, I still, never heard of him. but like I guess he's huge, and there is this whole not even subculture because it seems to be like the po- the most popular format of entertainment right now. And I have no, I have no, yeah. I, I mean, I know like Trisha Paytas a little bit, and I know Frenemies that whole deal, but it's on a very small scale. Are we just so out of touch? Are we becoming more and more out of touch? And this is the dominant pop culture out there? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it's just, it really is just like a different generation of of people who follow these these TikTokers or whatever. Like, I just am, I feel like I'm just too old to like enjoy their content. I just don't think it's interesting. But I want to, like, I want to hear, like, I want to hear what the kids are hearing. Like, I want to give I it know. a fair shake. 
But at the same time, I'm, I feel like an angry old man every time I watch it because I'm like, this isn't entertainment. Back in the day, Kourtney Kardashian and Kim gave me real entertainment. And even yeah. that was like shit back in the day to older people. So is just this just the nature of how pop culture works? Yeah, it is. But where is the talent? That's I'm just wondering. I know. So I will say that the good thing about TikTok and all that and YouTube, it really has, and I've said this before, I'm sure, it's democratized the idea of like having to have connections or know people to become famous. Yeah. Like now it's kind of cool. Like anyone can become famous. They really can. <laughs> I mean, true. It is. Literally anyone. Everybody will get their 15 minutes of fame yeah. like Andy Warhol once said, you and know? And there are so many um, freaking, wait, do you watch Outer Banks? No, I know what it is, but I've never watched it. Okay, yeah. so I just went to an event last week. Um, I guess J- the guy who plays JJ on the show or whatever is the new face of a skincare line. And I was like, oh my God, I love JJ. <laughs> and so I was like, we have to go like to my friend. And um, so we went. And Wait, I you went him. to an event for a guy from Outer Banks for his skincare line? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But anyway, what I, like there were all of these like really like they seemed like they they might be famous adjacent. But me and my friends were like, we don't know what's going on. Like they were like posing and stuff like that. We we're like, these must be like some TikTok celebrities that got invited to the event. And it's like all of these people that have just blown up on TikTok that are like kind of minor celebrities there are just too many to keep up with now. Yeah. I mean, it's so split, just like streaming services. Streaming service, everything is so split up yeah. and it's so specific. Like even Netflix, if you take that, is that Netflix, you don't, you you just have to have a show that is for a very specific audience. There is no more juggernaut shows anymore that like, in, like American Idol or Friends in its day where everybody was watching it. Now all you need is just a small slice of the pie that is directed directly at a certain type of audience and yeah. age range and then you can survive. But, it doesn't allow the enjoyment where it was like mass culture anymore, you know? Oh yeah, totally, totally. Like what is the last thing? I mean, I think we all kind of agree that we kind of like Olivia Rodrigo, which I wanted to get your opinion on. Do you think Billie Eilish lost her moment due to the pandemic? Because Olivia Rodrigo kind of went into the uh, Billie Eilish slot. And Oh, I, I really honestly don't, I've never ever thought of the two as like in the same. Just in terms of like, like hype so and music. Well, yeah, their music is different, but the terms of like new music that everybody's obsessed with. Billie yeah. Eilish, everybody was obsessed with um, pre-pandemic. She was about yeah. to go on this world tour and then the pandemic shut it all down. And now Billie Eilish is about to release a second album. And I just don't feel like that. I feel the Olivia Rodrigo excitement has encapsulated that like. Okay, well, every everybody's excited about Olivia Rodrigo, where we used to be excited yeah. about. It's not the same in terms of music, but just in terms of excitement and pop culture and things like that. Well, Olivia just had her debut album. Like, Billy, I feel like once her album comes out, it's kind of like Normani. Like, everyone was like, Normani lost the hype. Like, where's her yeah, album? She just released a new single she, this week. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now everyone's back to being like, yeah, fuck yeah, Normani. I will say, it is interesting if you mess around on Twitter, how much Twitter loves Normani. Like, mm-hmm. it is, I mean, it is funny, like, Twitter has its favorites in terms oh, yeah. of pop culture no, favorites, you always, know? It's always the pe- the people that are just generally likable. If there is a... But a, Twitter gets it before anybody exactly, else gets it, you Exactly, exactly, because it's just... it. Re- I saw someone that was like, um, Instagram is run by celebrities and Twitter is run by the streets. Like, <laughs> like Twitter, yeah, like Twitter, like we, we just generally like likable people. And Normani is like super likable. Like what's not to love? And then you have like... Frickin' Chrissy Teigen, someone who's, like, extremely <laughs> unlikable. Obviously, Twitter's gonna shed all over them. Um, 
Speaking of music, uh, this Friday, this past Friday, John Mayer released his yes. new album, Sob Rock, which we had an EP of a couple of months ago. He released the full album. Uh, John Mayer was in Los Angeles this weekend. He hung out with my friend Nomi Fry from The uh, New Yorker. And uh, what what is your opinion? What is your take on John Mayer? A lot of people, if you're a girl, I feel like your ovaries are predisposition predisp- to like John Mayer. Is that you as well? Um, I mean, anyone who knows me, if you go to my Twitter, my cover photo has been John Mayer since 2012. So, yes, I am a... Have you listened to it already? Were you twirling on the beach to sob rock? We listened to it, like, while we were getting ready, and then I didn't get to, like, actually, like, pay attention to it, so I need to listen to it. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. I need to... I want to download it on my phone, um, before the flight, so I can listen to it on the flight. So the, that's probably the what way I girls ride for John Mayer is fascinating and it's upsetting. Like because I get upset because I really genuinely think that guy is uniquely funny and that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I want to pe- I I personally want to put people in boxes. I don't want I want to be able to like go you're a good looking guy I can write yeah. you off. I don't like good looking people that are also funny. I feel yeah. like I that's like something that I'd like to do. Like you don't and, and you can play guitar on top of that. Yeah. That's why I was kind of excited when he did that when he came off like a real creep with the Jessica Simpson interview a decade plus ago when he called <laughs> her sexual so, napalm. You I was were like, so yes. Happy about that. Well, I met John back in the day a bunch and he used to pull this move. I think I've talked about it where he oh, would God. sidle up to a girl and he would feel their um uh thigh and be like You've got strong leg muscles. You got strong leg. He would do this repeatedly. And then recently I had talked with a friend who actually had had made love with John Mayer and um, made love. (laughs) I didn't want to be, this is a family show made love with John Mayer. And, I, I mean, I heard he's kind of weird. Like when he makes love. Yeah. And I mean, I, I actually have seen, I've potentially seen John Mayer's penis. I have potentially seen John Mayer's penis. Where is it? It's not here. You yeah. you have the photo? No, I didn't take a. I didn't. No, I didn't. It was. <laughs> uh, it was. It was in a Wells Fargo lockbox. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like, it is funny how they, now there is somebody that man because also he did that. I believe it was in the Playboy interview as well, where he said the N word. He said, "Yeah, I say the N word around my." Uh, black friends, and it's remember that it was in this. I, I believe in the, the same him interview. Saying his dick was a white supremacist dick. Yes, yeah. he said a lot of like, and that problematic was problematic things. But the thing is, I will say, if you compare somebody to like John Mayer to Chrissy Teigen, he took a jo- hiatus. John Mayer took an actual hiatus. He went away and he, moved to and, Montana, and then he started playing with the Grateful Dead, which yeah. is like how far away can you mm. get? Which, by the way, somebody. <laughs> Somebody sent me a really. Uh, um, they were angry at my message of I said I think it was on a podcast with you where I said it makes me laugh sometimes to think about women showing up like girls John Mayer fans showing up to a Grateful Dead show oh, and yeah. not knowing it was the Grateful like because it's John Mayer's there and then they're like when's he gonna play daughter and it's like <laughs> thirty minute versions of Terrapin Station and stuff and somebody took offense to that of like girls are smarter than that I'm like yeah I know girls are smarter than that but John I'm talking Mayer about stands. a very specific John yes. like I'm talking about when John Mayer first came out in the sixteen year old stands it always just made me oh. laugh of thinking about all of a sudden girls going and just seeing a bunch of guys in their forties swaying you know yes. like, <laughs> like just on acid and stuff. Yes. To me, that, that wasn't a rip on girls. It was just a funny visualization I always have. Right. But I think John Mayer did exactly, He he's a great guitarist. He 
threw himself into that. He did all this stuff. And now I believe he came back on the other side where right. everybody genuinely likes him again. Right. And yeah, it was like a, especially like the Taylor Swift stuff. Like there was a period of time where like Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, I Swift, forgot he screwed her over well, too. Well, Taylor Swift stands tried to like cancel him for like a breakup. Like what, to, you know what I mean? It's like. I feel like at this point he has been relatively problematic for so long and yeah like when he fucked up he did kind of make amends and he took that long hiatus and threw himself into making art which brings joy to people like he also like has done um like charity stuff on his Instagram like he like actually is seems like someone who cares about just making art and giving back and making people laugh yeah and and I think he's sober now too I mean from yeah. from alcohol and I think yeah, you know yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, like, the Chrissy Teigen. It's, like, just go away. Let people, like, move on for a little bit. It's, like, every day she comes. Like, I really think she thought that, like, you know, like, her just being, like, oh, it's just me, Chrissy. Like, I just want to be funny again. Like, love you guys. Does anyone know anyone who got canceled, too, if you were someone you know? You know, I'd almost be more respectable if she was, like, Fuck you, Courtney Stodden. I meant it the first time. Fuck you, you know? Like, just lean into your it. convictions then, she's you know? Clear, yeah, she's clearly not sorry, and she's just an no, asshole. No, not at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It would be smart of her to just fucking go away and then come out the other side of it and be like, this is what I did. I did this, like, I gave back this much. This is how I'm helping out. This is what I've been working on. But she needs to go away for, like, a year. Yeah, and I don't think she will. She I think won't. she will. She I think addicted. she will wear her persona into the ground. I oh, mean, yeah. she will really. And this is always a bad uh, sign. Is that uh, you guys? This week, Alec Baldwin wrote on that Instagram caption of like, "It was a hit piece done on, on you." More about that later. But just know it's over when you say it's over. We love you very much. And like yeah. Alec Baldwin is the last person you want at this point standing up for exactly. you. I almost wish he had translated that into Spanish. Just so he's like, and Hilaria told me to say adios, amigo. You know, like, um, I know that was like so, uh, my two worlds colliding. The two worst like people. But even Chrissy is smart enough to be like, I would imagine be like, oh, fuck, Alex supporting me. That's not good. You know, like you, you got to what a better signal to show that it's not working when Alec Baldwin sticks no, up. No, now, you, you know? she, now she's going to be like oh my god i love alec like thank you you know what i mean and well she every, has to be nice to you know and everyone else and everyone else is just wrong because she has narcissistic rage right now like she's just mad yeah she's pissed she got here you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh, do you follow southern charm at all yes we have so to talk about naomi, naomi so you guys we talked about on the podcast this week naomi uh her um boyfriend fiance whatever matul cheated on her she found text messages potentially sexy videos with her him and his ex and she's heartbroken she's been very honest about it on instagram and here is somebody you actually genuinely feel bad for because i do feel like naomi's always kind of done the right thing even when it's boring and I thought Matul always was very boring. Like, I, I mean, yeah. just, I, I always, but that's it. I want to put people in a box. He just seemed like very, like, he told her what to eat. He was like the guy that worked, worked out every day and went, I, it just seemed like very boring and how perfect he was. But he cheated and she's very heartbroken about it and said her life is in shambles right now. That was a direct quote oh, this yeah. week. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel terrible for her because she literally just picked up her life and moved to New York for him. Yeah. Like that. that and is recently, just too. Oh, like a month ago. Like that is like just devastating. And I know that, you know, she lost her father like within yeah. the past Who we year saw or two. on the show and their relationship. Right. Yeah. And like Matul, you know, was there 
when, you know, her father passed. And I feel like, you know, trauma bonding, like that definitely probably like now her last memories, like she thinks of Matul, like the last memories with her father. Like everything about it is just really, really, really terrible. I feel really, really heartbroken for her. Well, the other thing, though, is that Craig Conover, her ex-boyfriend, now he's riding high with like 80 billion business ventures right now, which is just so weird. And, yeah. you know, everybody's like, he must be the face for those because I just sometimes don't imagine Craig digging in like that when he's like going out every night. But everybody's like, oh, my God, Craig needs to get back together with Naomi. What is it with women that don't look out for other women. Like, why would anybody suggest they get back together? It's like people like when Lamar Odom made that comment on Chloe's thing of like, you guys got to get back together. Like, why would, why would any, I don't understand the psychology there of like, well, she didn't like, she thought Craig, it, I, I just don't see yeah. that they weren't good together. You yeah. know, we saw that play out. They were not good together. I don't know why anyone thinks trying it again would work for them. They were not right for each other. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like a kind of a firm believer that like someone that you have dated for a really long time and you broke up. I don't know. I'm like, there probably was a reason you broke up. Like, why give it another shot? I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. Um, uh, and Craig is maybe dating Paige from Summer House. Yeah, you know, but this is how weird the conspiracy stuff is, is that... I just love that everything's a question. So that was on Demois. They had a picture from like a second story window of Craig with his arm around Paige's waist and Paige looking giddy. And somebody's like, well, that's what they want you to see, you know? And it's like, how deep can we go with conspiracies? Like, uh, you're saying they're playing around with us and they want us to think they're dating, but they're not actually dating. Somebody sent me this in the Juicy Scoop, which is a podcast uh, Facebook group. And they said they had a picture with Craig who they met at his pillow store. Um, and said Craig was really nice, really sweet, but was bagging on Austin and saying Austin was dating Madison again and saying <gasps> Austin was a loser. Oh, and my God. he was God. like, yeah, Austin's a loser. He's with Madison again. And it was openly bad. And she had a picture with Craig. He was smiling. Wait, I thought, I thought Madison had, had a boyfriend. boyfriend. This is this is just what he, uh, Craig had said. Oh, um, God. And Craig said he was uh, dating Paige to this lady. Who knows if it's true, but it is in the Juicy Scoop Facebook group and uh, I, I was mean, sent yeah. a screenshot of that page. I mean, page definitely needs a freaking storyline. Finally. I mean, I just want all of these storylines to come out. I want to know what's going to happen on winter house and summer house. Yeah. Like, I want to know a date when that is. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> Heather gay from real house of Salt Lake city. Did you see Mary Cosby? Oh God, yes. Mary Cosby did this really weird font Instagram where it called Heather gay, a racist. And you know, Heather Gay hasn't responded to this, but it is one of those things of like, that's a serious accusation. And I know we're supposed to believe all women and everything, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to believe Heather Gay is a racist. And also, like, what? Well, she didn't really like elaborate. Yeah. No, she just like, uh, she just like threw but, it out there. And, like, also, I want to know what, the story. But also, she went through the trouble of making like a font that, like, I'm like, you put this through some kind of font machine. Oh my God, I know. I love that she like designed it. Yeah, like it wasn't like an Instagram font. It was like something that you find on like some kind of website. And yeah. I'm like, what are you using to make this? And I guess we'll find out further things. But I will say Heather Gay went to see Garth Brooks yesterday in, uh, I think, wherever Garth Brooks played this weekend. Garth Brooks. And I'm a huge Garth. I, I make fun of, I, I love Garth Brooks' passion. He's like Tom Sandoval with a guitar. Because, you know, he's just like, I guess it's official. I'm on. Have you ever seen his Facebook video when he went on Facebook video no, for the I'm first sorry, time? No, I'm sorry. I can't stop thinking of Garth Brooks. Garth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, call me Girth Brooks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not a big like country person. Well, 
I'm not either, but Garth Brooks is so sincere and so passionate, and he cries. Like, I talked to this Washington Post reporter a couple weeks ago, and she interviewed him for, like, a cover story, and she said he cried four times during the interview. But that's just how, because he's so passionate. He's so in love. Like, you've got to watch that video where he joins Facebook for the first time, and he's like, he's in this hotel room. It's like a very touchy, I guess it's official. I'm on Facebook now. And then he goes, I want to post cool stuff. Slick stuff, real stuff, but most importantly, <laughs> sincere stuff, because that's just who I am. So let the conversation begin. And it was so damn sincere, but you're oh just like, God, you're that. taking Facebook so seriously. Like, it's not I mean, it was serious. just like, it was like, Dad, Dad, Garth told me he wanted to share me slick stuff on Facebook, you know? Like, it's Oh my hysterical. God, I freaking love that. Um, but, uh, okay, so Naomi, Craig... Courtney and Travis, we got that. Kim Kardashian met up with Kanye West in San Francisco this weekend with all of the kids. They were spotted at a museum together. Very friendly. Also, this is very interesting. You know, he was uh, went to Paris for his birthday with uh, Bradley, uh, Irina Shayk, yeah. the, the beautiful lady, Irina. And they were saying things were cooling off. Irina Shayk sent a cease and desist to every publication that put that of like, take that down. It is not cooling off. So isn't that bizarre? In fact, this was on Twitter. They showed the documents, the takedown notices from her management. Irina wants people to know that it is not cooling off. Well, that's kind of embarrassing on her part. <sighs> well, it's probably on both of their parts. But how interesting that she wants people to know that it is not cooling she, off. She, like, needs people to know. But, but well, let's not blame her. Probably Kanye as well. Like, I mean, like, who, I mean, it is very interesting. And, and we're supposedly. Like, who cares? If you're happy, who cares what anyone's saying? Uh, somebody else on Dumois sent a picture of Kanye at a restaurant in um, San Francisco with all of his all of his buddies, and they said he gave a 15 minute speech at the bar, and a 15 minute oh, speech God. that turned into a prayer that turned in like and it is kind of interesting. Sunday like service. if you hang out with Kanye, you probably are subject to so many speeches. I know, and I would love that. Can you oh, imagine the stories? But like, the first ten would be awesome, and then, and you'd then be after like, that, you're like, well, shut then up. You're like, you probably can't check your phone during the speech. <laughs> like you got to You got things to do. Lives to lead, and it's like his world. He supposedly releases his new album this friday they key it was supposed to be last friday so it's supposed to drop out of nowhere also kylie jenner is supposedly pregnant again with travis scott's baby uh that is rumor but it should make an announcement soon they are putting feelers out into tmz and all those publications that they are getting closer and to expect potentially a baby soon oh god uh, we'll see we'll see and also, I'm working on a story probably for next week or week after where KKW, we knew she was changing the whole format to do KK and take off the West. But also, there supposedly is a proprietary thing with uh, Cody and the original people that actually made the formula for KKW. And there is a oh, huge yeah. lawsuit, supposedly. The same thing happened with like Kylie Cosmetics, too. So that... Uh, Supposedly might have something to do with yeah. the takedown and all of that stuff. And it's not just taking the last name off the oh, beauty yeah. brand. And it also just isn't doing well. Like I said, it's like. But how is it people, not doing well? She's like a billionaire. What do you mean? Like It's I, just I, people don't. People just don't buy that. It's like people are very picky about their makeup and what they put on their face. And I just don't think that, you know, it does as well as she wants people to think. And same with Kylie Cosmetics. 
Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane's husband Thomas Girardi's wine collection and 2011 Cadillac scooter are being auctioned off to pay his debts, among with other he's having an estate sale, which I do believe we should try to pitch in and get something. Like, could you imagine yeah. getting something from the Tom, like maybe like a pendant or like something small? Yeah, but, but it, like, it, it's all going to be so expensive. Yeah, but I guess it might if be we something. All pull if, our I money say if there's something in like fifty dollar range and just say what yeah, can you yeah, get me? Yeah, that'll you know? definitely happen. Like a br- or like some like Erica Jane's got like a false or something you know yeah, like one pair of eyelashes um and uh that that's it i know you got to get out of here to yeah, the uh, airport i have to we, go to the airport and i'm about to pee my pants we were very hyped beverages. oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, my god we were very hyped sorry guys we we both drank a lot of coffee and we we're both very uh i was very nervous to meet you but you this was a it, it's nervous. just as good in person and uh we appreciate everything that you do. Sophie, is there anything this week that we need to know besides you're about to pee? Yeah, I'm literally about to pee my pants, so I can't think right now, but um, I don't know. Okay. Just follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put everything where we're to follow her, you guys. She writes all the time. She really does have to pee, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Guys, uh, this was your Monday episode. I would have loved to have talked to Sophie for hours. We both had to get places. So don't worry. Next week, we will get back to our regular eight hours. But uh, I hope you have a great week. And I'll uh, I'll talk to you again on Tuesday. So this isn't like a goodbye. It's just, as Bravo says, a to be continued. Betches.